Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. There is a crypto that many people have exposure to. Our on-chain analytics team have reason to believe that this crypto could be under pressure. In today's call, we will share with you exactly what that crypto that is under pressure is, how our on-chain analytics team came to identify this crypto, and what you as a crypto investor or holder can do about all this. So if you're involved in cryptocurrency in any capacity, I do urge you to stay around until the end of this call. Let us begin by looking at the cryptocurrency market charts. The prices are so volatile right now that it's really important that we start every single call by understanding the prices at the moment. Thankfully, BTC is flat on the 24 hour, not causing much more pain. Currently trading just below the 17K level, not that different to a week ago when it was trading down just 1%. So it's pretty much holding its ground, not making any real decisive moves either to the downside or the upside. Similarly, Ethereum is around about the 1.2k level, flat on the 24 hour and not massively different on the one week. So this leads to the natural question of why are Ethereum prices neutral? Well, there's a few theories in the market as to why we're seeing this current dynamic. One is the so-called idea that no news is good news when it comes to the unexpected. According to some analysts, we've had a few things play out since the FTX news, of course. The BlockFi bankruptcy that was relatively priced in, knowing they kind of relied on the FTX Alameda bailout, as well as now you have concerns with some of the lenders. But it's been slow to play out, and there hasn't been that second wave of shock. So what this sort of means is that maybe BTC prices are quite calm because despite that huge collapse of FTX, we haven't had other huge collapses follow suit. Sure, a couple of companies have been impacted and that there's rumors that there are more companies that's going to be impacted, but overall, it hasn't been a sort of huge knockout effect. Then, of course, there is another theory. So theory one is that the contagion effects have been uh, extreme, but not so extreme as to really wound the market any further. And then there's the other idea that investors are approaching a bit of a wait and see approach before the next FOMC meeting. The next FOMC meeting is in just a few days, and we literally see this every time we have an FOMC meeting. We see that the prices stay pretty flat in the run-up to the big event then during the event they either spike or dip very aggressively and then they go on to take a bit of a direction or a general move either up or down so we might be seeing a wait and see approach here with btc and eth flat as investors continue to gnaw on recent economic indicators suggesting that the u.s federal reserve's hawkish monetary policy has not taken as big a bite out of inflation as was hoped CME Group provides a lot of really useful insights when it comes to looking and analyzing FOMC meetings. The next FOMC meeting is in six days. So on the 14th of December, currently there is a 75% chance of a 50 basis point hike and a 25% chance of a 75 basis point hike. So all in all, it looks like the interest rate hike is going to be less aggressive. Worth noting that About a week ago as well, there was still a lot of certainty that there would be a 50 basis point hike, but a month ago, that probability was only 57%. 
So things are actually looking a little bit better from a macroeconomic standpoint, so much so that it looks like there'll be a 50 basis point hike. But these meetings are notoriously unpredictable, so it is not surprising that the markets are playing a bit of a wait-and-see approach, probably not wanting to take any big buy-or-sell moves until they just see what comes out of this meeting. These more neutral BTC and Ethereum market conditions provide grounds for altcoins to run. We can see that very much today. Nexo is up about 6% on the 24-hour, similar story for Synthetics and EOS along with a lot of the other top cryptos by market cap, at least in the top 100, also being up on the 24-hour. But of course, this sort of neutral, indecisive BTC and Ethereum position also allows for some altcoins to be struggling on the 24-hour. For example, we can see our big losers of the day are Immutable X, Chain, Axie Infinity, Near Protocol, along with others who have printed red on the 24-hour. So that is the latest on the charts. Before we go into the findings of our on-chain analytics team, we're going to discuss the top three headlines in the cryptocurrency news today. As FTX showed us, just one headline can change everything we thought we knew about the cryptocurrency markets. So it's really important that we are aware of up-and-coming narratives, stories, and events in these markets before we consider any type of on-chain analytics data or strategy. So let's begin with the first headline. This winter, contagion is spreading far and wide. Both the typical suspect and a far more annoying financial type. Financial contagion refers to the spread of market disturbances, mostly on the downside, from one entity to the other. This winter's super spreader, you ask? Who else other than Sam Bankman-Fried and his array of poorly managed firms? Due to the sheer size of FTX and the firm's prior influence, many crypto firms were connected to FTX, meaning they owed firms money they no longer owned or looked after funds on behalf of other firms' customers. Connections like this have led to the collapse of BlockFi and the near collapse of Crypto.com. Do not get too excited, economics nerds, but this is financial contagion in practice, and it may still be spreading. Amber Group, a crypto trading and asset management firm, appears to be on the brink of bankruptcy. This is according to the on-chain analysts Look On Chain. Look On Chain claim that six wallets owned by Amber Group have only got $9.46 million in assets between them, despite the firm claiming on its website to have over $5 billion on its platform. Managing partner of Amber Group, Annabelle Huang, denied the allegations and the firm tweeted shortly after. We can confirm Amber Group and add Whalefin app are business as usual, the tweet reads. A firm solvency comes into question and said firm jumps to say there's no problem at all. Where have we heard this before? But not to throw accusations, but following in the footsteps of a man who used his strategy to allegedly steal billions and still walk the streets of free man probably checks a few boxes. Although everything could be fine, we are in the business of calculated risk. We want to help you make the most calculated plays possible, and therefore we felt an opportunity to discuss exactly what is going on with Amber Group. Our second headline focuses on another huge part of the cryptocurrency markets, 
miners. When the price of Bitcoin goes down, so does the revenue of any Bitcoin miner. Bitcoin miner Marathon expects to recover only half of their deposits following the bankruptcy of Compute North. Let's take a closer look to see what Compute North has to do with Marathon Digital. Marathon Digital, or Mara, is one of the largest publicly traded Bitcoin miners. They deposited $50 million to Bitcoin miners and data center provider Computer North. In exchange for $50 million for operating costs, Compute North allowed Marathon to use mining facilities, in essence rent them which allowed Marathon to use third-party data centers to park their computers there. Compute North filed for bankruptcy protection last month. On Tuesday, Marathon said that they had written off 8 out of the $50 million and now expect to recover roughly $22 million. This means that Compute North's bankruptcy would leave Marathon roughly $20 million in the hole. They said that they are continuing to work with the various parties involved to determine its ultimate recoverability. So is Marathon doing financially well? Unfortunately, while energy prices go up and Bitcoin prices go down, this is a recipe for disaster for Bitcoin miners. Marathon shares were subsequently down about 6% in the regular session. Our third headline is some much needed good news after those more bleak updates because it's not all bad news in the cryptocurrency markets. After we've covered this bit of good news, we will go on to discuss exactly what our on-chain analytics team found out about the crypto that could be in trouble. While most people wonder where the bottom of the market is, others are continuing to develop, deploy and adopt. And that is just as true in Africa, which is starting to see a bit of a growth spurt both with traditional coins and the non-fungible kind. Adoption of Bitcoin in Africa is on the rise. More and more people are starting to use the Lightning Network. This is a layer 2 protocol operating on top of the Bitcoin network, making transactions faster and cheaper. As a follow-up to their 2021 adoption report, Chainalysis have issued a new report on growth. Although low in volume, Sub-Saharan Africa shows deep penetration and integration of cryptocurrency into everyday financial activity for many users. Nigeria and Kenya are strong adopters, making it into the top 20 countries globally, along with Morocco in the north. But it's not just Bitcoin. NFTs and blockchain gaming expect to see significant growth over the next five years in Africa and the Middle East. The value of the market is forecast to grow by 34% from $3 billion to $18 billion. Digital artists in Egypt are turning to NFTs to capture the essence of their ancient history and monuments. And in South Africa, household names are launching NFTs, spurring growth of this nascent industry. So perhaps, unlike the Egyptian mummies, we're not yet dead and buried. So we've covered the charts, we've covered the top headlines, the top three headlines in the cryptocurrency news today. Now that we have a sense for the charts, a sense for the hottest news, biggest risks in the market, let's move on to what our on-chain analytics team has uncovered. Whether it's at the peak of the bull market or the depth of the bear market, smart money insights are incredibly valuable. Through these insights, we get clues as to the overall health of the market and what specific areas of the market are trending. For example, we can look at smart money percentage allocations to stablecoins. Risk can be defined as volatility or likelihood of rapid change. Stablecoins, by definition, are less volatile and therefore less risky. 
Nansen can show us how much the percentage of stablecoins smart money is holding has changed through time, and therefore their current market sentiment. At the beginning of November, smart money stablecoin allocations rose significantly. This was due to FTX's collapse, leading to smart money withdrawing their coins from centralized exchanges. Since this spud and spike, percentage allocations to stablecoins have decreased, showing that smart money is using current market conditions to purchase assets. However, it's the smart money notable transactions that's going to help us identify the crypto that is at risk, which I can now reveal is Ethereum. Last week, we noted that 61.5k ETH, worth about $78 million, had been transferred from Jump to exchanges. This has continued with over 45k ETH, about $55 million, being transferred from Jump to exchanges over the last seven days. What's more, yesterday we found out that Binance moved over $720 million of ETH to one of its wallets, labelled Binance's BSC PEG tokens. Whilst unclear, the exact reasoning of this could be to ensure that no Binance-backed PEGs are broken during this current volatility. Remember, we transfer crypto to an exchange when we are looking to sell, when we are looking to move it away from the safety or protection of our own wallets. So this might suggest a lot of Ethereum volatility and sell pressure. So how specifically can you take advantage of this data? You can understand that stablecoins still hold risk. While stablecoins do reduce volatility, they also carry the risk of depegging. You can also review your personal strategy. Smart money has used current money conditions as an opportunity to purchase assets. Whilst lows may represent a good opportunity to start long-term accumulation, investors often perform better by waiting for an uptrend to resume rather than trying to catch the bottom during a downtrend. And finally, and looping back to the subject matter we opened this call with, continue to be wary of ETH sell pressure. In the context of Jump's additional 55 million outflow of ETH to exchanges this week, we are continuing to monitor potential sell pressure. That is the end of today's call and update. The crypto that could be at risk is Ethereum. We've showed you how we've come to this conclusion using on-chain analytics. We also use on-chain analytics very regularly to pinpoint hot projects, opportunities, etc. Adios. I will speak to you tomorrow.